Let's enjoy today's message by Sam Adiemi. All right. The world works wonders. Let's share on that for just a few minutes. Isaiah 55 verses 10 and 11, New King James Version. Isaiah 55, 10 and 11, New King James Version. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth and make it bring forth and board that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. The word works wonders. We said this last week. When you come into a relationship with God, you must develop value for information and for revelation. Deuteronomy chapter 8, Moses tells Israel, make sure you obey the commandments of the Lord that I give you today. God allowed you to go through this terrible wilderness, allowed you to hunger and thirst, then gave you food by miracles so that he may test you to know whether you would obey his commandment or not. He said, and he wants you to know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. When Satan tempted Jesus Christ, that was what Jesus said. Matthew 4, 4, man, he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So we establish this fact. The most powerful resource is God's word. The creative power of God is in his word. Hebrews 11 verse 3, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things that are seen were not made from things that are visible. John 1 1, God himself is called by the word. Jesus Christ is named by the word. John 1 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. You read Genesis 1, the account of creation And God said, let there be, and there was. And God said, let there be, and there was. So, when you are reborn with the nature of God inside you, you develop appetite for the word of God. Remember, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. What physical food is to your body is what the word of God is to your spirit and to your soul. So when you really have the Spirit of God inside you, you have the nature of God. You will hunger for the word. First Peter chapter 2 verse 2 says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That you may grow thereby. All right. So, Jeremiah 15 verse 16 says, O Lord, your words were found and I ate them. And they were the joy and rejoicing of my heart because I am called by your name, O Lord. So God's word is found. You've got to have a quest to get revelation. Remember, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You want to know what God is saying about your life. That's where your life is. That's where the power is. That's important. John 6, 63, Jesus said, It is the spirit that makes a life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Okay? So the word is found. That transforming power of God, you have to find it. You read Luke chapter 4. Jesus went 
you know, to the synagogue. You know, after he was baptized at the river Jordan and the power of the Spirit of God came in. He went to the synagogue. They said they delivered to him the, the scroll. And when he had found the place, Luke 4, 17, New King James Version. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me for he has anointed me. You need to find where your destiny is written in the word of God. This is important. Okay, Proverbs 25 verse 2 says, It is the glory of God to conceal a thing. It is the honor of kings to search out a matter. It's honorable for you to conduct searches in the word of God to find your destiny. This is important. You've got to have a relationship with Revelation. With Revelation, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, This book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. In Psalm 1, we have the secrets of the blessed man, what I call the secrets of the blessed man. Psalm 1 from verse 1, okay, it says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sit in the sin of sinners, nor it says, no walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He said he will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, bringing forth his fruit in a season. His leaf also shall never wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. God's word bears God's characteristics. God's word is eternal. The way God is eternal. <laughs> Isaiah 40 verse 8, the grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God abides forever. Listen, when revelation is introduced into your life, anything contrary to the word of God will eventually give way for the word of God. The grass withers, the flower fades, the word of our God abides forever. You remember Hebrews 4.12, New Living Translation. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. The word of God is powerful. Jeremiah 23.29, also New Living Translation. Jeremiah 23.29 says, Does not my word burn like fire, says the Lord? Is it not like a mighty hammer that smashes a rock in pieces? Whew, thank you, Lord Jesus. So God's word is powerful. That's it. And what I want to say is this, that the word of God will change you before it will change your circumstances. God's word has the power to change you as a person, change you from the inside out. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 20. Acts chapter 20, verse 32 from the Message Bible, Acts 20, 32. It says, Now I'm turning you over to God, our marvelous God, whose gracious word can make you into what he wants you to be and give you everything you could possibly need in this community of holy friends. I love, I love that. Whew, thank you, Jesus. Our marvelous God, whose gracious word can make you into what he wants you to be. Whew, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Okay, so this is the point. Once Satan can shift your focus from the word of God, he has you in the place of weakness. 
Remember that is what he did to Eve. Has God said? Remember he came at Jesus. <laughs> if you are the son of God. And he knew that was what God said. Turn this stone into brand. Jesus said it is written. Hallelujah. Once Satan can distract you, and there is so much around us today competing with the word of God in our hearts. So many ideas. So many seemingly deep things. <laughs> so many ideologies and philosophies flying around. Focus on the word of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So I remember the passage of scripture from which we got the name of our church. Second Peter chapter 1, verses 16 to 18. King James Version. Okay, Second Peter 1, 16 to 18, King James Version. It says, For we have not followed cunningly devised fables, when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory, when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto you do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in the dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Amazing. Peter is talking about the Mount of Transfiguration. Yes, the prophecy about the Christ was written. So but we were with him on the mount. And what we're sharing with you are not cunningly devised fables. There's a difference between the word of God and the word of man. <laughs> not cunningly, not cleverly devised fables. This is the word of God. And he said it's now doubly confirmed. It's more sure right now. And he said, now you need to pay attention to it. Focus on it until the day dawns and the day star arises in your heart. You want Christ, the word of God to manifest in your life, to show up in your life, to influence your life. This is important. John 1 verse 14 says, And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. One translation says, and that's Message Bible, that the word became flesh and moved into the neighborhood. I prophesy in Jesus' name, your life will be the demonstration of the presence of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, <laughs> your life will be the word become flesh because prophecy will be fulfilled in your life. God's will be fulfilled in your life this season in the name of Jesus Christ. And because that's where we got the name of our church from, we tell people, we emphasize on revelation. When people come into this style, having experienced confusion about their lives, within a short time, they experience direction. Once you shift your value system, yes, and you give priority to the word of God. Remember Proverbs 13, 13, he who despises the word will be destroyed, but he who has respect to the commandments will be rewarded. Once you give priority to the word of God, the grace of God will flow in your life. It will show. You will begin to hear God clearly. Confusion will leave your life. You will get new visions, new dreams for your life. I prophesy on someone today in the name of Jesus. The days of confusion are over forever. The Spirit of God will get across to you. As you read your Bible, He will get across to you. You listen to a message like this. The Spirit of God will stir you or put you on God's frequency. What was difficult will become easy in the name of Jesus Christ. The Word 
works wonders at day star. When God gives us revelation, he confirms it with signs following. Okay, finally, let's close on Abraham's example. Romans 4, 16 to 21, New Living Translation. I'm going to let the Bible speak for itself, and I'm going to be fast. Romans 4, 16 to 21, New Living Translation. So the promise is received by faith. It is given as a free gift. Thank you, Jesus. This year, you will not struggle. (laughs) And we are all certain to receive it, whether or not we live according to the law of Moses. If we have faith like Abraham's, for Abraham is the father of all who believe. That is what the scriptures mean when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. That was the revelation. This happened because Abraham believed in the God who brings the dead back to life and who creates new things out of nothing. This year you will witness miracles. Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept going, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God had said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. And Abraham's faith did not weaken. Even though at about 100 years of age, he figured his body was as good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger, and in this he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. Now say to you today, God has never lied before. He's not going to lie on your case. When God gives you a word, gives you a promise, that promise, that word will see the end of every negative situation or circumstance in your life. The big question I will ask you right now is, can you hold on to the word of God, to the promise for weeks, for months, for years, till you see the promises of God fulfilled? He's delivering revelations now. He said it's new beginnings now, new visions, new dreams, new projects. Can you hold on to the word of God till you see the manifestation Abraham did for 25 years? His body was telling him the situation was impossible. But wait, the grass will wither, the flower will fade. The word of our God will abide forever. I want you to pray right now and say to God, speak to me. You told Abraham, I have made you father of many nations. Tell me what you have made me. Tell me who I am. Heavenly Father, speak to me. This is my season. This is my moment. In the name of Jesus, I'm open to receive. I'm open to receive. Thank you, Lord. I'm open to receive. Open my eyes. Open my ears. Open my heart. Plant that vision, that dream. Give me that instruction, that life-changing instruction. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, thank you. Because you love us. You did not put us down here to walk aimlessly. You put us here to do your will. Like it was for Jesus, so it is for us. We have come to do your will. I ask, Heavenly Father, let the power of the Holy Spirit rest on everyone that is a part of this service. Give us revelation. First Corinthians 2 verse 9 says, I has not seen, air has not had, neither has entered into the heart of any man the things you've prepared for those of us that love you. Verse 10 says, you have revealed them to us by your spirit. Give each one a revelation. Whatever is a source of confusion right now, Heavenly Father, give us divine instruction to resolve them. Break that curse. Give us a breakthrough, that financial situation, that marital situation, that health challenge. Heavenly Father, make today the day of turnaround. Speak to someone in their dream. Speak when they read their Bible. Speak to them while they pray. 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Speak to them right now. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. I pray for the person that is a part of this service who says, my relationship with God is not okay. Lord, we know we're all born sinners, but you sent Jesus to die for us on the cross because you love us. And now we pray together. If you're that honest person, can you please just put your hand on your heart and say this prayer after me. Dear God, I believe that Jesus paid for my sins. I ask you to forgive me and to accept me as your child. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for saying that prayer. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you for everyone that said this prayer. Teach them to know that they are your children and teach them to love you and to love other people. In Jesus' name, amen.